1: Right, I'm Chris Avina with another episode of American Outdoor News Podcast. I'm here with Josh Stelke from HuntStand. Josh, thanks for taking the time.
2: Thank you, Chris, for having me. And uh, I'm excited to, to talk shop and talk hunting and talk about stand. We've had a lot going on.
1: I remember when HuntStand first came out and it was, you know, a regular app, uh, that I use to like pinpoint my stands, but you guys have blown up and technology has really taken over. How did HuntStand get started?
2: Yeah, it's hard to believe it's been, uh, well, a little over 10 years already since it was founded. And that was, that was at the forefront of mobile apps coming into the hunting world. Um, so HuntStand was, was one of the originals and it was started by a gentleman named Lanford Holloway, who was still our. Active CEO um, runs the show day to day. Um, he's a hunter himself, and it was just really born out of a, a need that he recognized. And it was it was really before its time uh, if you really take a look back at where the space was then and what the ma- what the mapping uh, capabilities and options were, and especially in the mobile space. I mean, Huntstand was was among the first to even attempt to pull anything like this off, and it was ahead of its time in the regard that the technology gap people weren't quite ready for it yet but Uh by starting earlier it gave us it gave us kind of a head start so so when people were you know when there was more adoption for mobile technology and whatnot we were positioned right there ready to go to to fill that need so you know it was a it was a slow start in the beginning relatively yeah i can see that
1: it was like a slow roll and then as people caught up, you just exploded and the features expanded.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's always been about um mapping. It's been map based and and you know incorporating weather forecasts and whatnot, but we're constantly launching new features, um, whether it be our stand reservation system that we put out last year. So hunting clubs and people who are sharing properties can keep track of where everybody's going by using that stand reservation system or our trail camera management, which we need to start talking more about. It's, it's incredible. Um, it's not based on one particular brand or platform or trail camera. You can drag any of them into HuntStand and manage all your trail camera images and build predictive patterns for the animals. And it's, it's really powerful. So we're gonna be oh, going through some more education on that this year.
1: Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. I originally uh, started using HuntStand uh, with my hunting club for that exact same reason. Everyone pinpointed their stands and everybody knew exactly where we were just by looking at the app. But over the years, I mean, you, your features are, are endless. I was speaking to Randy Newberg about your app that he uses when he goes on his public land hunts. And it's proven to be uh, so valuable to him and hunters like him who are going to an area that they're not familiar with, they could pull out all the information they need.
2: Yeah, if you, you I'm not just saying this coming from the hunt stand camp, but if you truly look at the mobile products that are out there, um, kind of in our niche, we really do offer the most, the the biggest feature set. Um, And that's, I mean, you can just look for yourself, look at what some of the other competitors are doing, everybody's got great products, but we, we do have the most features and we're constantly building on that at the same time, we try to release meaningful features, we're not just trying to get in a race with everybody to put out more and more, everything that we do is calculated and based on feedback of our user base and our internal team, because we're all hunters. So we, we really try to put out a lot of features that make a difference for hunters and so Our our monthly satellite imagery that came out a few weeks ago is a great example of that. Um, You can literally go back about four years and look at a month to month snapshot satellite imagery anywhere in the United States. And that was born out of a demand. People were asking for that sort of thing. And what people don't realize (laughs) is that companies like ours, we don't have satellites, we don't have weather stations. That's, that's not how it works. People are like, well, why can't you just give me my image that, uh, you know, was from November of 2020 instead of this image that you have right now where there's um, tree cover or whatever it is. Well, it's because we all have to source data from the providers out there. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a big part of what we do is always try to find the best sources of information to aggregate and then present in a meaningful way.
1: So you're pulling uh, current information from like Google maps and, and different um, catalogs that are already existing.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course uh, it's not as simple as just flipping a switch. There's a ton of development, (laughs) especially when it comes to making sure all of our features work together. Um, That's, that's kind of where the secret sauce comes into play. But uh, yeah, the, the satellite imagery is a great example of, of one of our new advancements and it's a, What people have to realize is when you look at it, it's true satellite imagery. So the resolution isn't as high as what you get from our other map layers, Mm -hmm. which primarily use Google, but that's because a lot of most Google imagery that you see is actually taken from airplanes, not satellites. And that's why it's such high resolution. So what we say with the monthly satellite imagery is it trades clarity for recency. So you're still able to see a, a good landscape level view of a property and it still gives you great information, whether you're trying to identify previous wildfires or
3: super specific
2: details, but it still gives you that that big view and it's all up to date, it, it updates every single month. so someone like me, for instance, you know, if I have a lease in a different state um, and I'm wondering what the crop situation looks like out there, I don't have to go there to find out. I don't even have to make a phone call. I can I can pull up the app. I can look in the monthly satellite imagery and it's quite obvious, um, you know, if fields have been planted, what stage they're at, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of different uses for that.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, That's because cool. uh, I have some destination hunts already planned for this year as well and i didn't even think to look it up on your on your app uh that that's going to be so helpful to uh, yeah to know ahead of time what i'm in for
2: heck yeah
1: Uh, we're going to take a, a a quick uh break to acknowledge some of our sponsors underwood ammo always the standard of excellence uh pyro putty and phone scope always innovative always products to keep in your pack at all times and of course hunt of a lifetime we're going to see uh hear a quick word from them we'll be right back
3: we love our children we protect them we guide them we prepare them for life in the world with all that we do from deep in our hearts we cannot control all things Join Huntofalifetime.org to help make dreams come true, to provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit Huntofalifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference.
1: Okay, and we're back. And Josh, I want to talk to you about uh, the integration of trail cameras that you had mentioned earlier. You can do this with any camera.
2: Yeah, so our trail camera management system is, is really second to none. So when you go into the HuntStand app, you, know, you can save your tree stands and your ground blinds and your game observations and your keep track of your harvests and that sort of thing. Like you can map everything out, including your trail cameras. So if you drop a a trail camera pin on the map, that's going to enable you to go in when you, when you pull all your cards or when you get your, uh, cell phone images sent to you, you know, you might get thousands of images Well, you're only going to keep a handful of the ones that actually mean something to you. You're not, you're not going to keep all 300 shots of the buck that was standing in front of the same camera for two hours. So. Um, a, a lot of trouble that people run into with trail cameras is a lot of us end up with a hodgepodge of different brands. And each of those brands generally have their own software for sorting images and, cat, and cataloging images and keeping things organized. So you end up with all the scattered trail camera information. Well, ours allows you to pull that together comprehensively within the hunt stand system just by dragging and dropping. Take the images that you want to keep out of any of your cameras, drag them and drop them to the specific trail camera location that you had marked in HuntStand. And then you can keep all your images saved to your HuntStand account to view on your mobile device. But then also um, even more robust is on our desktop platform. When you log in, you can sort and organize all those trail camera images and actually like tag specific animals and the system will create predictive models based on weather conditions, so lunar data, um, all those factors, wow. environmental factors that influence movement, and it it will start to pull together those trends, and it'll actually give you predictive models for individual animals and heat maps of activity just across the board. So you can you can you can look at the big picture of the activity that's going on where you're running those cameras, and then you can just Hone it down as, as specific as you want to get if you're trying to, you know, maybe go after a specific animal. So,
1: if I'm sitting in my stand that say just after sunrise and I go to that uh, feature in your, uh, in your app, I can get a pretty good idea of what animals should be moving through that area at any given time based on the data that I feed in.
2: Yeah. So, um, the, the mobile side, Uh, What you're going to be able to see on the mobile side is the images and then the correlating environmental conditions. Mm -hmm. To to do the the trending and and more detailed reporting, you have to do that on the desktop side. So, you know, typically a person will go back after they pull their trail camera cards. Um, For those who are still using SD cards, which is, is still the majority, cell phone cameras are really starting to take over now, but there's still a lot of guys, even myself, using SD cards, so.
1: It's still fairly you new, know when people are transitioning on that end.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's exploding quickly, but regardless, usually when you're running cameras, you go pull your cards or you grab your images from, if you're getting them sent to you on a cell cam, either way, you end up going home and you sit down and you pull up your computer and you look through the images, And you try to figure out which ones you're going to keep, blah, blah, blah. You know, some guys will, like I said before, they'll use the proprietary software that comes with an individual camera, or they'll just create folders on a hard drive, um, and date those it's all of that is really unnecessary. When you take into consideration what you can do with hunt stand, you just take those images straight from the cards or wherever you're getting them from, drag them to the cameras and everything just stays organized. And so Mm -hmm it's not just the it's not just the trail camera management aspect of it that makes that cool it's that you can you can connect all the other dots that you're already using hunt stand for and then that becomes just one part of the formula so, so
1: if it's like an overcast day you you can look at that data and say all right well this mo- this animal moves on an overcast day this one moves on a uh, early morning uh, sunny day uh, so you you have a better idea what to expect when you're out there.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, when you start collecting data over the course of long periods of time, um, that's the thing about it. it. It's it's a it's an investment that is going to pay dividends. The more you the more you put into it. So the more data you feed, whether it be just putting in your game observations, um, you know, manually like you can. Hunts Daniel, you can drop a a sighting pin every time you see an animal, you can put a note with it. Um, When you start combining that type of physical observation data with trail camera images, you're going to see some trends over time and I guarantee you, you would not have recognized without having a system like this because Uh our memory only serves us so well. But when you have a you know, a system like this and a, a device that can keep track of all of it for you, you're gonna you're gonna inevitably realize some patterns that you didn't quite key into. Just doing it the old school way of trying to remember stuff, or uh, you know, even some of the guys out there who are keeping handwritten journals.
1: I was just gonna say that. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it's that, those will, those are cool, and there's some nostalgia with that, but they're really only going to get you so far strategically. You need to you need to keep that data in a place where you can do something that matters with it. It's, it's one thing to just have it and record it, but then to be able to put it into action, that's what we give people the capability of.
1: That's, that's really amazing. And just the build and the technology that's ahead of us, uh, you guys are right on point with it. What are the, some, of, some of the other features that um, would benefit an average
2: hunter? Well, I can say there, there are two very important features. Um, one of them being offline mapping. So, um, you know, you can use hunt stand without cell service if you download your maps. So you just go in there, you choose the aerial view that you want. Um, depending on your zoom level, that's going to determine the resolution and how much memory it, it takes up in your phone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how it works. But what you have to realize is that your phone's GPS operates independently of cell service. So um, the GPS technology today is so good that you're seeing a lot of people abandon their handhelds like Garmin type units and whatnot. Yeah. Because the GPS is so good in phones now that you can actually rely on it even, even in situations where maybe your life will depend on it if you're out in the wilderness. So with our offline mapping, you're going, to, you're going to be able to view the area that you save, any of the map objects that you already have saved there, you know, if you've got different locations marked. And then you're going to be able to view, view your real-time location using the phone's GPS. So that's a that's a big deal for anybody who wants off the grid and still wants to take advantage of the app. And then secondly, I'm a huge, huge proponent of our 3D maps, which are both mobile and desktop. That's also a a distinct competitive advantage that Hunt stand has is that it's on mobile and desktop so you can go open the 3D map view in your phone and it the best way to describe it i think without actually looking at it is it's like you're flying a drone through a property um you can you can stay up high above the canopy or uh, you know above the terrain or you can get right down at ground level and literally it'll give you a uh, a true real picture of all the terrain in 3D. That's a that's, serious, serious game changer. Just in really saving amazing. people time. That's amazing. It's, it's insane. I mean, uh, the, the things that you can you can recognize, what I like to do is I like to think like the animal that I'm going after, or at least attempt to. And so I'll look at a property with that 3D view and already having some information built up about some of those animals that are there you know you, you, you should probably know generally where they're going to bed or generally where they're going to go to eat but it's always well, how are they going to get back and forth you know that's kind of the common denominator and with the 3D view i'll try to i'll try to think like the animal and that'll help me influence my decisions of where I'm going to actually go set up.
1: You say that. I'm sorry to cut you off. You say that, and automatically, an image of Bill Murray pops into my head. He's <laughs> hunting the gopher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah, sorry to
3: we'll
2: cut you animal. off.
1: But uh, yeah, so so please continue with that because it's that's important information.
2: Yeah the the 3D you. You just have to you have to try it, and it, it it's an aha moment. Like you can sit here and try to picture it, and I can explain it, but it will blow your mind when you open it up and, and look through that. And uh, it's one thing, like you know, we still have like a a layer that shows topographic lines, contour lines, and whatnot. Yeah. And um, no matter how good you are at reading maps, sometimes those can be confusing and they can just, you know, sometimes you can kind of get it wrong, especially if you're talking about an area where you do have to deal with significant terrain, um, like hunting Western animals, typically your strategy is going to involve getting to some sort of glassing point or running some type of ridge so that you can stay on top. It's always easier to navigate and get around and you're not having to go up and down and up and down. Like, but to be able to find those spots, sure, you can look at, topographic maps and look at the contour lines and try to identify good good places uh-huh. that are that are physically possible for you to get in and out of but if you cross-reference that or even just start with the 3d it's really going to show you what you're getting into and i've i can tell you i can't count the number of times that i put myself in a stupid position because i didn't study maps enough yeah and i get out to a spot to hunt and i ended up just beating the hell out of myself for no reason just because i didn't take the time to figure out my entry and exit strategy
1: so for safety purposes and a huge time saver
2: absolutely uh, yes yeah, safety is it, huge
1: it, it could keep you out of potentially dangerous situations from uh, hiking a, a terrain that you don't know
2: absolutely yeah and I, like i said i've I've done it. I've done some stupid things and gone on some death marches. We all have.
1: (laughs) Now, uh, is that part of the new monthly satellite subscription?
2: So the 3D is a separate is a separate uh, layer, if you will, in the app. So when you go into the app, the cool part about it is we've got all these features, but it's really easy to navigate. As soon as you open the app, you're just presented with all the options of how you wanna view your maps. And so 3D is just one of those options. We've also got satellite and hybrid and property information, which is also key. It shows all the landowner data for the entire United States with property lines. Um, Then we've got public lands layer, hunting land layer, uh, tree cover, and then some others, but amidst those options is the 3D. you open the app and you say okay how do i want to view my map when i'm when i'm going to go into this and do some digital scouting right now and 3D is just one of those options but you'll end up using all the different map layers cuz they all can kind of accomplish different things uh-huh. and uh, especially that property info that's that's a lifesaver in so many ways and we're able to offer that at $30 for the entire country versus you know some other products they'll do like $30 per state. But like I said, competitively, (laughs) Huntsstand is genuinely unbeatable. And that's that's just a fact. And if you look at the feature set and the value for 30 bucks a year, nobody touches. Not a lot to
1: ask. (laughs) Now, um, are you able to see like property lines and things of that nature? Like where somebody's property ends and where state land begins?
2: Yep. So that property info layer, um, it shows all the lines, and uh, you know property ownership is is really all based on like tax records. So you're going to be able to see private. You're going to see all all property boundaries um, shown as lines and and you know boundaries on the map. But then when you tap on an individual parcel, you'll see the ownership data. So it'll either, it'll either be a private landowner, or it will be you know, the government, whether it's state or federal. So yeah, you, you have all those options right there. And then if you're only wanting to, to really focus down on public land, we have a separate layer for that. So you can kind of go about it both ways.
1: So if you have a hunting lease, you can actually pinpoint where your property line is and where you shouldn't cross over into a neighboring property.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's some yeah. interesting stories we've gotten out of that where people have actually used our app. Um, You know, there's a lot of properties were surveyed so long ago, or perhaps um, maybe surveyed wrong in the first place. So if you actually look at the the, the property data for for a given property, um, you might have more land than you knew that you did or less land than you knew that you did. We've had cases where people have actually um, gained acreage on their properties because they thought their property lines were somewhere else. Um, wow! I just talked to a guy recently and his mother-in-law, she had like an 80 acre piece and she gained five acres because they didn't realize it was actually theirs. They thought it was the neighbors. So, I mean, it was a little bit of a contentious situation, but the reality is they own that ground. They, they, they figured that out by looking at hunt stand. Wow, that's
1: great. Now, what's uh, this new satellite uh, subscription? How does
2: that work? That's uh, that's also presented essentially as like a map layer. So when you go into the app, um, you just go into the monthly satellite, and then there'll be a little drop down there, so you can just go through all the way back. It's two thousand twenty-one right now. You can go back all the way to two thousand seventeen, and view monthly images for all whatever forty-eight months that is. Um, and like I said before, that's, those are actually images taken from satellites. So they're not going to be as high resolution as some of the other map layers, but you are going to be able to see the most recent picture of any given piece of ground in the country.
1: Now the, the maintenance and upkeep of an app like this, that's a tremendous undertaking. How many people work for HuntStand at this point?
2: Yeah, that's, that's the thing about it. And that's why it's, we're so happy that we got an early start, you know, back around 2010, because like I said, the market, the market wasn't necessarily ready for it at that time. Um, even mobile devices, people were still using flip phones back then. Yeah. But uh, we positioned ourselves to, to be able to scale and be there for the market demand. And yeah, the, the, the upkeep, And the management on the development side is unbelievable. And we have a great team um, of engineers in a few different parts of the country. And those guys are the tie that binds um, for our company and and what we're able to, to offer people in our user base. So we've got, oh, I think we've got somewhere in the neighborhood of Eight or ten developers full time right now, but then you're talking about the differences between web, Android, Apple, yep. uh, and there's some developers that can do both or all. But uh, it's a very specialized field, and it's not it's not easy to get a list guys because they're in super high demand. But we've been fortunate to to get a hell of a team together.
1: Well, just maintaining the compatibility of all these all the different data coming in. Uh, that's always changing, which means yeah. you always have to make adjustments. And plus, your R and D—wow, that's well above my pay grade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mine too. No, it's it's nonstop, man. It's it's literally nonstop, around the clock. Our team—you know—we use a we use a platform to communicate with each other, a messaging platform, and we're talking just about all day, every day. I mean. There's, all, there's just always something going on. So that, yeah, to keep this machine running, it takes a lot. You know, I, I hear people talk about ideas from all and not that I discourage anybody from pursuing a dream or an idea, but um, there, there are some apps that you could create relatively turnkey with something like this. It is, it is so deep in the weeds and comprehensive and just the maintenance alone that, uh, it's a, it's an insane undertaking. So for us legitimately, for us to be able to offer it at $30 a year is, is actually pretty insane, but, um, it's just, it's a decision that we've made. We want to make this type of thing affordable for people because it all relates to access. You know, one of the biggest issues that we face and we constantly talk about in the hunting community and then also within the hunting industry is access. You know, people struggle with being able to find places to go and to do it effectively. And so we want to do our part to maximize that access. And you can do it in the palm of your hand sitting on your couch at home and, and really plot out a successful game plan without having to waste a whole bunch of extra time. And that's, that's a huge part of what we do.
1: Well, I, I know you use this all the time on your hunts and whatnot. How has this benefited you the most? Have you gotten into any compromising situations that the app helped you out of or anything like that?
2: Well, really, it, it, it helps me the most. And, and this goes for anybody. Time, time management, you know, time is one thing that, well, I guess time and land are, are are two things that you can't make more of. It's just, it's constantly taken away. So we all have our our obligations and our responsibilities. And no matter how much you hunt, hunting is still only a part of that. But someone like me, I want to be able to maximize my time and, and the effectiveness of it. So for me to be able to sit home and still be able to tend to the rest of my responsibilities, but then be connected to the hunting side of my life Yep. through the app, um, you know, you're able to do things with that phone that normally you'd, you'd have to be on location in order to do. Like that 3D mapping is a great example. Yep. You still got to get out there. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's just one component of scouting, but it's a huge component of it. So you got to get your boots dirty. But before you do, you can figure out how to get your boots dirty in a way more efficient manner by using the app.
1: You, everyday life always gets in the way of our uh, <laughs> things we love to do. So, yeah, I could definitely relate to that. Um, what's coming up that you can talk about? I know you always have uh, some R&D going on, and uh, you're always expanding and, and, and uh, experimenting on new features. Uh, anything new we could expect?
2: Well, not to be that guy, but, yeah, we, we, we definitely <laughs> – we have some things What you're going to, to be <laughs> <laughs> we, there's, there's, there's some stuff coming down the pike and within the next week or two, even. And, um, wow. Long, long-term for the rest of the fall, we do have some, some big features that will be coming out. Like I said, it's, we don't do this whimsically. Um, we have a laundry list of probably who knows 200 features that, we've considered and we're constantly reevaluating and reprioritizing. But again, it comes down to trying to service the demand and in the best way that we can, we get so much user feedback and feedback from our our partners and uh, everything from magazine editors to TV show hosts, to conservation organization, you know, folks who work for them, like law enforcement agencies, we get we get feedback and ideas coming from all over the place. So we're constantly trying to refine those. And so it's just good for people to keep that in mind. It's like, well, why don't you guys do this? And why don't you do that? Well, you'd be hard pressed to bring an idea to the table that we don't already have on paper because we've mm-hmm. had such a great volume of, of feedback from people, but it's it's just all a management thing. Not only in, um, not only in terms of our own bandwidth to be able to release features, because you can only do so much, but also, if you put out too much at one time or in too short of a duration, there's not enough time to educate people. So, yeah, if we got 20 features that we're hot and we want to drop, we can't simply because if we drop 20 features tomorrow, um, it, it it overwhelms people, and then you know we need to be able to provide the right resources so that they can use them effectively.
1: You need to spoon so feed the information. It's yeah. a, it's, yeah, it becomes it's, information overload and becomes too overwhelming to figure out
2: exactly yeah. somebody
1: like myself
2: <laughs> well yeah i mean if for anybody really is there's there's still uh admittedly there's even still some aspects of our app that i haven't hit the full potential on using myself i mean i delve in all of it but um it's easy to become it's easy to become obsessed with uh certain features that that you really gravitate toward for whatever your individual use case is. But for me, that also depends on the type of hunt too. You know, what I use in the app for whitetail hunting might be completely different than what I use for doing a Western mountain hunt for some kind of big game, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I can say we will be launching uh, a new website here shortly. So we're very excited about that. I can, I can say that and People are going to be very happy with it. I can. I
1: it's, can a, it. it's a it's a site aside from Huntstand, or it's going to be part of Huntstand.
2: Uh, it's it's we're we're just revamping Huntstand in a in a big way. And a, a huge part of that is going to be the content. So in addition to the the mobile app and the mapping tools that we provide through Huntstand, we have an entire content division that I'm fortunate to be heading up. So we serve a lot of content related to the usage of the app and then just even more general stuff like we just launched three different field tests for compound bows broadheads and then crossbow broadheads and those are major product video productions and undertakings wow. um entirely objective so we we select the best of the best our executive editor mark Melitic handles that and um it's just it's that type of stuff that we like to bring to the table in addition to the mapping tools to keep people engaged, motivated, educated, you know, just excited about hunting. And then once again, it all comes back down to when you go out there, how can you make the best use of your time? So that's, that's not only just with digital scouting, but it's what gear should you use? Mm -hmm. um, Strategic ideas that we share with people, all that type of stuff. So we have a, we have a full fledged content division and community just, just around that. So that's a lot of fun.
1: So basically, just to uh, condense everything, you're telling me you have a lot of stuff in the works and you're going to have to come on another time to discuss <laughs> <somebody>.
2: <laughs> Yeah, and, and <laughs> probably sooner than later. We're about to get into the heart of the season, but yeah, we are going so to be. So it's going to be available
1: for the this hunting season.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: Then we're going to have to do a follow-up in a few weeks. Cool. Sounds right.
3: good.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate your time and thanks for all the information because uh, some of it, I, well, a, a lot of it, I had no idea. So I'm going to have to make use of it this coming season. Uh, we will follow up in a few weeks and talk about the new features that you're going to have released.
2: Sounds great. I appreciate it. And to your audience, thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys have a chance to check out Hunt Stand, we've got a free version that will kind of get you in the door and you can take a look and pro is only $30 a year. So once you once you try that free version and, and see what's up, you can make the decision if you want to drop that 30 bucks, but it's well worth it.
1: All right. Well, you're going to have to go to HuntStand.com, download the app. You can check it out online, find out about the features, and don't forget to subscribe to the American Outdoor News
3: Podcast. Thanks again, and we will see you again next week.